Dream Warriors, check it out. Happy New Year. That's right. This is this is what I'm considering the first recording of 2019. But hey, it's time to rock and roll. It is the death of Superman and the reign of the Superman. That's right. DC Animation double feature. I just saw it at Fathom. I'm loving the Fathom events. But hey, you already hear that music. Let's just get to it. We are jumping right into this recording. I'm, I'm not going to do too much for uh, pageantry and audio log right now. Uh, and if uh, only because I, I feel like I have to talk about this and I have to talk about it a little bit like the legacy of the death of Superman. And it's it, it, it's not really like my brain's still trying to process some of it, but it's, you know, maybe not favorable. <laughs> Why? Why? Because even though... I, it's no secret, I love Death of Superman, uh, you know, like, I, I'm someone, too, that loves Maximum Carnage, uh, the, these are storylines from, uh, 90s comics that people, uh, like, they love to bash, they, they love to get on their high horse and talk down on people that, uh, like, you cannot possibly enjoy these stories because they're not comic book proper, uh, you know, I'm very much on, the outskirts of, of all of that same way that I'm on the outskirts of enjoying Michael Bay movies. <laughs> I, I know that's that's completely blasphemous when it comes to film review, but th this is Dream Warriors. And if you're new here, thank you so much for joining me. Uh, if you're new to Anchor, and if you're listening on Spotify, what up, my boy? Spotify is the largest segment that is growing right now, and that is in thanks to Anchor. And leading into this year, this is a little bit why Dream Warriors had a pause, not a hiatus, just a pause, is because I was kind of working double time to uh, catch up the Anchor feed to the iTunes feed because there's two separate RSS feeds for Dream Warriors. I, that's technical, don't even bother looking it up. It's boring, but I just wanted to say that the two feeds are now congruent. So when I release wide, it's going to be on both. And it, one was uh, the Anchor Spotify feed was actually uh, like 15 episodes behind. Uh, and I had to figure out a couple different like solutions for that, but hey, I did figure out those solutions, and now we're here. So, welcome Anchor, welcome Spotify, welcome Google Play, welcome iTunes. Let's rock and roll. So, if if you're just walking into the door, who is this guy? I am Peter A. DeLuca. I'm your host. I'm just a movie, pop culture, TV, comics, wrestling, NFL, living in Philadelphia guy that just, I enjoy this stuff. I enjoy the long form analysis. Uh, and yeah, we, we lean uh, more positive uh, on our reviews and takes here because I feel like the the internet cynicism, like you know, the internet rewards cynicism, uh, that's infected uh, review and, and discussion and criticism. And it, we we're critical of the cynicism here. Okay, we it's not saying. Dream Warriors podcast enjoys everything, and and we you know like we have to like it. No, there, there's a lot of times we, uh, we're disappointed, but uh, there's more to that. 
okay and this is this is the form that that we're presenting on meaning that it's an audio file it's a podcast it's a broadcast uh we can talk and talk and talk and go back into it and there's enough of an episode flow that we can go to something again years later weeks later hours later days later and add to that conversation so this is a little bit of like what i also you know like from the pause uh been focusing on for akapad.com that's my website and the big idea for the website is that you you can go in there and you can just search and you you, you get populated fields uh you know so you would be able to get dream warriors if you just wanted to know what we said about superman you could search it and get it uh, and that would include like all my Superman content. That so it would be <laughs> like artwork and submissions and, and things like that. Uh, but yeah, and then there's additional ways to support the show. Uh, the Patreon link is is you know available on SoundCloud. It's uh, it should be also available on Anchor, and you you can click and donate right away. Uh, this helps fund the show. This gets pizzas for my contributors when they're here. Uh, this allows us to travel. Uh, we may be going to uh, ZoloCon uh, in, I think, Warminster, PA, uh, in the next few weeks. And we're going to try and do some remote things there. So there's just a lot happening. And, you know, we're also hitting 2019. And we're kind of like a little bit in the middle of, of the month right now. And the reason why... I really backed off from the show because I, when I was working on the anchor stuff, uh, I, I was you know like really getting deep into the analytics again and just seeing what format and it just I'll tell you one thing, uh, when I do my audio logs, <laughs> that's what I call my intro, like the Peter Life element of Dream Warriors. It, you know like they they seem to skid. People want me to get to the reviews quicker. I was able to see that, and I was able to see that the 30-minute, the, the 22, 30-minute format, uh, you know, like, we favor that. And so this actually became a little bit of a pushback, uh, yet again, like, the your requirements evolve as you get information. And what I mean by this is that uh, when I have a contributor like Mark or John or the other Mark or my sister on, uh, we need to be, uh, we're getting to the point where it's more and more designed. And it, it makes it difficult for me because uh, sometimes, uh, and you know who you are, like you'll, you'll just hit me up and you're, the ideas aren't formulated, they're not good, they're not crystallized, and I feel like you just want to come in to talk to maybe make yourself feel good. And hey, um... Not that you can't use Peter and Peter's resources to feel better, but there's a lot of time and effort into Dream Warriors at this point that uh, I'd rather us come in like hot and and know what we're doing and be focused. Now, that can't say you can't use Peter A. DeLuca, that's me, that's your boy, and yeah, the great city of Philadelphia that I'm smack dab in the middle of. You can't use the two of us to go out and release and do a mental dump or come over and watch a movie. It's not like we, like we can't go on adventures if you want to make yourself feel good. Uh, using Dream Warriors as this device, which only feeds uh, into, you know, um, it, it might even feed into 
what's negative uh you know that's happening with you and by that i mean the geek culture the geek worship culture the the fake outrage geek culture type thing uh i do I, it strips a little bit of you away and it, it does enable you to know a lot about yourself and to d- discover yourself and to grow and you're like pete wow that's like a really big platitude how how can you say that well because i've been there and i felt like i felt like that's what happened to me so a lot of dream warriors too part of the positivity of dream warriors is to is to break through and learn and love and get into uh comfort zones like get out of comfort zones so we can grow as human beings and that means if you grew up reading comics you please don't just only read comics go into the bookstore and discover new things swing for the fences all the time never be pleased with yourself if you if one thing you're not doing do it if you're not going to the gym start going to the gym if you're, if you're not reading enough you know go read if you're not socializing enough and there's all there's a million interesting ways uh, i'm being exaggerating there's thousands and thousands of interesting ways to get more social go out and do that if you're now like i'm not your therapist but i can help but okay so getting into the legacy and the death of superman last night was such a fun night john and i saw the death and the reign of superman at fathom events so th- this is my second fathom events in a few short months the the other one was transformers the movie uh i had to see that in jersey that was uh, and this guy almost fought me in the theater uh got into a little bit of a, of a, of a yelling match but um I, I was completely bombed on alcohol and uh you know i think we were both in the right at that time but <laughs> so uh john uh you know like he he was coming in fresh he he never saw uh like much of the design work because i really do like the design work uh of of the characters for these movies uh he wasn't too much familiar uh he was a little bit probably more confused with the previously released superman doomsday um you know straight to dvd movie that was you know the bruce tim driven one and if we all know who bruce tim is bruce tim is one of the minds behind batman the animated series into superman the series jla justice league and the, the iterations of the batman animated through the uh, 90s meaning batman beyond batman and robin gotham knights goes on and on so he did his version of this and no one liked it okay uh <laughs> i think it frustrated more people it wasn't the story that people wanted uh this death of superman and the reign of the superman uh direct by uh, uh kevin lou or right or, or or is it samey lou let, let me check it is same lou i apologize he comes from the school of rob liefeld the co-creator of deadpool and the you know the image comics co-founder logo designer also uh and he he got picked up as a teenager he, he's been in comics for such a long time he originally drew cybrid and he he was just always a clean artist and it's awesome that he's directing both of these movies back to back essentially he had a co-director for the first one uh second one reign of the superman was his reign it, w- it was all him and these two movies and it it was so much fun watching them back to back watching them in like a big epic environment and if you follow me on instagram 
um, you know, AKA Pad 13, you, 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 you would have seen I was there. <laughs> and that's why we followed me on social media because uh, I'm always doing fun things. So the death of Superman that came out a couple months ago finally delivered what fans have been expecting from this story. And it fixed a couple um, like problem spots of the of what what was laid down in the comics in the '90s, which became the 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 highest selling storyline in comic history is the death of Superman, and that's why this is important because and that's a part of the legacy is that the interpretations of this story they have to be spot on and they have to add they have to add to the overall narrative, uh, and each one needs to be a different completion like a different type of piece um to fit together because we just don't want the same story told over and over and over again um believe it or not this is what harmed watchmen the movie this is what harmed uh dark knight returns the animated uh the that animated two-part uh straight to dvd straight to uh, you know animation disney you know uh, <laughs> uh film uh, and that's I, I love both of those films because of the literal uh, adaptation that they are. Uh, you know, like would it be cool to deviate, uh, especially for Dark Knight, not for Watchmen. We only we only copy Watchmen. We we don't add to it um, because Watchmen is just that damn good. Uh, so Death of Superman. Just I think there was a yearning. I think the release of the of this. You know, I, I, I feel like it's really good timing. We have one of DC's all-time storylines uh, coming out, you know, post-Aquaman. And it was just a ton of fun. I've seen Aquaman twice. John and I did two back-to-back. We saw Aquaman and Into the Spider-Verse. And then a couple weeks later, we're, we're doing this. So we, we did two back-to-back. Uh, movies and I'll tell you I got home last night I started to take a couple notes on this and I crashed out but that's also because I kind of did have a hectic nine to five day and uh, you know your boy has to work out and I did that and and I ate one time so I've been doing this like intermittent fasting where yeah uh, yesterday Sunday going into Monday I I ate I least ate maybe 2 p.m. on Sunday I didn't eat again till about eight o'clock on Monday. Okay, <laughs> and I worked out. Um, and holy crap, dude! I I love the feeling of intermittent fasting. Now, real fasting is not putting anything into your system. I do do liquids, so I get some enzymes. Um, you know, like flowing through my system. Something like the it changes it, but whatever. Okay, I mean, come on, we're like we're we're all not perfect. I'm just trying to get better with uh, um, identifying the phases of hunger that my body and my mind go through, and I'm even doing that today. I'm talking to you in the morning, super early broadcast here or recording, and uh, you know I'm not going to eat until uh, way later, but I am drinking. Uh, a little bit of monster energy, energy, the extra energy. This one comes in like a, a grape or a purple flavor. Let me get some of that. So, the legacy of the death of Superman is just one of the most important uh, pieces of fiction that uh, DC Comics has. Uh, I would put this right there with Flashpoint 
Crisis on Infinity Earths, Dark Knight Returns, uh, Batman Year One, uh, the the Sinestro War, uh, Justice uh, Green Lantern, uh, Tower of Babel, Justice League. There's there's only a few stories that I feel like are essential for DC, and that's because DC Comics deals with what's called the multiverse. Uh, there's just infinite versions of all these characters always running around, very similar to Into the uh, Spider-Verse. And it harms DC Comics overall because comic fans always pine for continuity and streamlined storytelling. They, they, they want to know exactly where they are. DC has really not been able to define that. Uh, we're talking almost 10 years now. I never thought I would see the day. Um, you know, DC's original, like, proper reboot was in the 80s, post-Superman movie, post-Crisis um, or Infinity Earths, where they kind of mashed everything together because they had momentum in other media, and getting a singular universe was very favorable, even on an editorial sense. Uh, I it, it stinks. Uh, it, what they're doing now, they they did a couple things. They did New 52, DC Rebirth. These are just epic uh, deconstruction uh, of some of the mythos to reform simpler, more followable. Is that even the word? Is followable even a word? But, you know, you, they can walk you along a certain path for some of the future storytelling. I... To me, comics are in the middle, and they're afraid of that right now, meaning that if it's Superman or Action Comics 989, you can jump in. There is something for you. It, it doesn't have to be Action Comics number one to get you to jump in because it forces a different creative outcome to pull in the reader. The creative outcome we want to pull in the reader is high competition, and we want the creators to feel like they can do anything they want. Most of the time, they, they do in comics. You don't hear a lot about editorial, um, like, you know, crunching or, you know, like, they pulling things apart, okay? The editorial, mostly in comics, lets the creators do um, what they want to do within a status quo. And that's what editorial does. The industry right now is rudderless when it comes to editorial uh, direction. Some of the independents are kind are driving it a little bit more consistent, you know, like uh, Valiant Comics, but it's it's different when the big two, DC and Marvel, are somewhat rudderless. DC now, in my opinion, is propping up the industry. That's kind of a bad thing because the characters are, are a lot less relatable than Marvel. Um, the two need to be balanced, and that uh, like a rising tide raises all ships. So when DC and Marvel don't do well, the rest of the industry just tanks it. So getting to this, uh, it was kind of weird. Uh, I felt like they should have uh, advertised more. They were advertising comics before Death of Superman started, the uh, part one, we'll call it. Uh, they they did advertise Batman White Knight, which which was a little bit cool, and I just felt like they they should have did they should have paid money for some vignettes. Uh, you know, five, six minute vignettes to bring you up to speed with what DC Comics was doing. Uh, I'm no advertisement for the DC um, streaming app. Uh, I was a little bit surprised over that. But I'll tell you this The Death of Superman, part one of this, uh, is one of the best that they've done. The, the solutions that they provided uh, from the comic book 
mass improvements, meaning the, uh, Doomsday fights a, a proper Justice League. He fights the real Justice League of of the seven. He does he doesn't fight Blood Rain, Fire and Ice, and Guy Gardner. Uh, he he literally has to go through the best of the best to get to Superman. There there's a little bit more melodrama and there's a build up in the first one, which is all good. Part of the moment that we wait for for Death of Superman is him dying in Lois's arms. The the first part built into that everything around uh, the action was a narrative to build the emotional impact of of her. Of you know the the you know the king of all superheroes passing away, and we have a little bit of a subplot of like Lex Luthor pining, you know, fighting for control and public perception within Metropolis, so he he can just get more power. He's power hungry. This goes right into Reign of the Superman with the creation of Superboy. Where uh, Superboy is in complete cahoots with Lex Luthor, I thought they were building that up to, for him to have a little bit of a, um, you know, philosophical struggle with Lex Luthor. But no, no, Superboy is all in with Lex Luthor, even wears the, the Lex logo on on his arm. Um, the the point that he turns was not, uh, uh, you know, because you kind of see it coming. He turns on Lex, but it's not that much of a point. It's somewhat understated. Both movies artfully got rid of the Justice League so it could just be Superman dealing with these issues. Superman comes back in Reign of Superman in black, silver shield, long hair with guns. And he has guns because he's depowered. And that's part of what's already built into the dough, baked into the dough, that makes that the Reign of the Superman more interesting because we have characters we've never seen before powered up like Superman. But you know, like, he's going to have to go toe-to-toe with them at some point. So, you know, like, we need to equalize it. Otherwise, it's just Superman. Now, Doomsday completely disappeared in Reign of Superman. I thought they were going to have a teaser with the return of Doomsday floating in space at some point. Or, you know, him waking up. I don't know. Uh, we all know what they did with Doomsday. <laughs> they, they really weren't clear in how they uh, disposed of them. Maybe they did. John and I were talking a little bit, a lot at the uh, beginning of Reign of Superman. But my biggest criticism for both of these films, and I'm calling them films back to back, is that the Reign of the Superman does not have um, the emotional punch. The we have a lot of characters. It's tough to follow. And it's it's we really don't know the stakes or don't care about the stakes as they're happening. This is very very common in animation, and that's because we're limited, and animation is thought through and planned out. There's no spontaneity, so there's the performances are just locked in for a very long time, and that's how it becomes stale. Animation just dries out sometimes uh, through the production process. But I will say it. It is entertaining. It's cool watching these characters uh, on screen. I thought this was one of the best um, steals. If you're a fan of Steel, this version of Steel is spot on. It's dead on. He's a little bit more of an of a um, industrial, not industrialist. Like he's a little bit more of an inventor uh, technologist than he was in the comics. The Eradicator was cool. Cyborg Superman always a home run. Uh, they actually made you feel for Cyborg Superman. And then we have the the plot. The plot is this whole thing was orchestrated by Darkseid 
perfect. That should have had a little bit more volume, meaning that the um, you know, like the attack, the the set piece at the end should have been grander, bigger, with more you know, a little bit more death and destruction. We did not get that. I thought they were building into Superboy dying at the end also because again he's he's on Lex's side throughout the almost the entire movie Superboy really doesn't have a day or a moment and again I, that's why I thought they were building into that which is a little bit weird because Superboy does nothing but get his butt beat throughout the the entire film but no we we do have like a really cool Lex Luthor we have a great Lois we mom and pa Kent are here they have moments good Clark Kent great superman it's just the um the action just didn't feel like it was it was it was at a high stake and uh, you know like whatever i would like to see them pull in a little bit more of the dc universe meaning if the team um you know if justice league gets zapped to apocalypse that's how they got rid of them in this you know like you pull in the outsiders or you pull in the teen titans or the doom patrol um just so you can build the stakes into superman a little bit more effectively but even with without that though i really did enjoy just looking at this the character design is so dead on it's it's this is one of the cooler cyborgs uh cooler wonder woman they they took the the god-awful jim lee designed wonder woman uniform and they actually made it tolerable i'm taught the one with the blue sleeves like it's so freaking cool i don't know if she had the blue sleeves in the comic but they used her cold cobalt blue uh, and they just did more of it, and it actually worked. I bought into it. Um, the Jim Lee Wonder Woman 2 doesn't have gold. She has, like, silver. So she's it's more like silver, red, and blue instead of gold, red, and blue. So it's, like, more red, white, and blue. I get what was happening. They also improved another god-awful Jim Lee design. The Jim Lee um, <laughs> Justice League. The Jeff Johns Jim Lee DC 52, you know, reboot Justice League dark side okay they improved that design to where dark side's color palette it's gray dark blue and gold or like copper and it, it was a very very nice um reinterpretate i thought they nailed it the dark side himself looked amazing i if we were if we're on apocalypse we could have shown more there but we didn't. So we kind of backed away from the New Gods angle. I thought they were working Doomsday into a little bit of a New Gods angle. I think that should be the true origin of Doomsday. He should be a part of the New Gods. That would explain how he can go toe-to-toe with Superman. And if he's of a relentless type rage, uh, it just works. Okay, But anyway, I do recommend both of these movies because they're important to comic book storytelling comic book history and and if you don't feel like reading them because the the, the story's all over the place if you read the originals but it's still fun uh this is a streamlined version of the beats and you, you if you can walk away with that and get some of the, the visual flair that is in the comic and you you can take that away with you you know all all the better and we do get a superior death of superman than than what what we had in the comic this is the version of that right now uh sorry danger organs but look hey this is peter a deluca aka pad your boy you can find me twitter aka pad snapchat aka pad aka pad 13 instagram and facebook etsy slash shop slash aka pad 
aka pad on patreon if you just want to help donate the show and 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 keep me going you can find me out there i'm out there on social media but thank you so much for tuning in and listening and thank you for the hard work that went behind this these two movies because it, it was appreciated by myself and it's it's valuable it's valuable that we have a definitive version of one of these stories but hey rock and roll until next time <laughs> i'll talk to you to onward to dream warriors 114 wow <laughs>